Because you might be absolutely not able to walk out of the room or have lunch without being fully in there with lunch. Could do it, could do it. In and out, in and out. Ah, okay. So what, could you do it at all or were you bouncing in and out? I got pulled a little bit by uh, something I got in the email. Ah, okay. So when it's work, you're in there. It was an unexpected email. You know, it was kind of a crisis. She can't move Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenny, were you in and out or not able to do it or what you couldn't do it. Yeah. It's good to see where you're at. Huh? How did you decide to get outside and not just focus over here? How did you do it? I slowed down, but then I was able to Ah. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah. So it made you slow down. Okay, good, good. That's a good first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote a comment down. You can actually live this way. Yes. The natural state, you can actually live yes. in the natural state. Yes, you can actually live in the natural state. Completely and totally. Yeah. It's just a bad habit to like be in there with every single activity. It's a bad habit, really. Quirky wiring in the brain, that's all. But then we turn it into the story of the personal line identification. Same thing, whichever way we look at it. Look at the science wise or looking at it spiritually, it's the same thing. I suppose I'm just trying to cast a net over both schools, you know? The science is catching up with us, you know? Thankfully. Do you get that? That's what we're doing. Does that make sense to folks? Just a few blank faces. <laughs> that I, I suppose I'm kind of throwing a, no, throwing a net over. The, throwing a net over kind of where science is at and where spirituality is at. Like using the same language for both. Why, why am I mixing everything up here? I was snoozed lunchtime, I think it's thrown everything into disarray. Anyway, okay. So I, I, I'm just kind of explaining that the approach that seems to be happening in this retreat is I'm kind of showing something scientifically as well as spiritually. It's the same thing, it just looks different from the two approaches. So scientifically, it's just that your neurology of how you approach a task, i.e. having lunch, your neurology of how you approach that task will shift if you operate from the natural state. So, so post-enlightenment, you won't use the, you know, being in there as the one who's, who's eating lunch. You won't be in there identified with the one who's, who's tasting it. And this is me having my lunch and me feeling desires and oh, I like the taste of this and I don't like the taste of that. 
all of that stuff. Because you literally run different neurological pathways, that's all. I just have to take your word for that, because I don't know that for myself. Scientifically or spiritually? Scientifically, I don't know that for myself. Okay, okay. So, so for those who are kind of just dabbling in it or missing in it or seriously reading up scientifically, this information is out there. Even the airport books now, I saw them in an airport recently, you know, they know that there's no free will, scientifically. Scientifically, they know that there's no self, no personal life, scientifically, because they know that you have to be running one part of your brain for that to be active. And that when enlightenment happens, that part of your brain gets turned off and you use another part of your brain. So science at last can see what happens in your brain when enlightenment happens. Well, that just tells me there's a book that says that. It's, you know, it's true. I, I don't, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you may know that, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, so with it, you know, the schooling that, or tradition that, that I came from is that the brain is in the mind, that the mind is an a, a, a effect of the brain. Yes. So that it's almost, you know, an issue of whether it's the cart versus the horse. Yes. It's like if you make the shift, then the pathways change in the brain. Yes. It's not that, oh, change the pathways in the brain, and then you, you'll bypass the personal eye. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So yes, yes. But science is, is playing with, um, there are experiments now of where, where they can turn off the self-referencing mechanism. Mm -hmm. So, you, and they're doing this with, um, with, with uh, that team in Yale, that guy who saw the truth and worked as a satsang speaker for years. No, it'll come, it'll come. I'm just following right now. No, it's a guy. It's a guy. You know his name. I think it's a minute. No, no. Has he been on a bad cat? Probably. Oh, I think so. Yeah, but it could come, it could come. But anyway, uh, so, so a couple of people who are awake have timed up, teamed up with scientists, and one in particular is doing the study in Yale because he said, come on, give my brain to an fMRI years ago. And, uh, and so what they, they discovered this thing, because it, it, it made sense to me because I felt something burning up in my brain. I felt something. Like, and it was like, this is neurological, this is, this is neurology, you know? Yeah. So now what they've recognized is that what I used to call the thinking brain and the working brain, yeah. that the thinking brain is called the default mode network, default mode network from a scientific perspective. And that anybody who has seen the truth, who goes under an fMRI, the default mode network is not working. And it's a strip of, of neurological pathways that run down the center of the brain, and they actually turn off. And that's what we've been calling the thinking mind. And so the working mind, the task-oriented faculties, take over to be the normal mode. So, so that, that was kind of the first big breakthrough that everybody who's seen the truth has gone under this. And fMRI, it's the same thing. One aspect of the brain is turned off. So what they're trying to do now is they're doing experiments. Experiments. It's very gentle. Just putting <laughs> electrodes on the brain to switch off the default mode network and to see what happens then. Uh, and people are coming out and saying, oh my God, that was like ecstasy. That was the most fantastic thing. This is what folks are saying. People off the street who just want to try it, you know? And discovering that, oh my God, it's totally fantastic. How long was I there? What happened? 
Yeah, it's like, aha, uh-huh. it's, it's like, like a, a glimpse, it's a spiritual glimpse, no? But of course, it's artificially created. But it's, it's just another way, I suppose, because we've evolved to this point of being able to manipulate everything. We're now able to kind of manipulate a spiritual glimpse, you know? Uh, it won't be sustainable because you've got to, there'll be no embodiment. Even if they figure out how to do it, it won't be sustainable. It's going to create other issues. If it doesn't happen organically, of course it's going to create other issues. You know, of course it will. You know, but, uh, but it gives us another way to look at it and another set of another another um, yeah another another viewing point to actually see. You know, grace isn't something just like out there and pop up and it's a lottery. Of course it's a lottery, but we can explain what happens in the body, which is fantastic. Do you know? You know? The mind is a bit, it seems like the mind is completely, you know, the neuroscientists say that the mind is in one part of the brain and another crowd of scientists say that it's, in, that it's someplace else and someplace else says it's an energy field. And there seems to be no... Uh, alignment at all about a definition for the mind, but but the brain is where they're seeing physiological changes. So it's very interesting. So I suppose what, what, what I'm doing is 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 doing both. Is saying look, you can you can feel what it's like to be not running the self, the default mode network, the self-referencing neurology. You can actually feel what it's like. And that, that's surely a good thing to do because what you're doing is you're firing the neurology, which is your working mind. And you're not firing the neurology that's all about me. So we can use the scientific terms or we can use the spiritual terms, which is, you know, I know I've done it in retreats before. It's like, have lunch without a desire. Without a desire. Same thing. Have lunch without me being the one having the experience. Same thing. So different language, but with the very same end point. You bring it to the same point, the same experience, just approaching it in two different ways. So it's no bad thing to kind of, you know, to be open to the scientific as well as open to the spiritual and to see, gosh, they're meeting at certain places. And in other places, of course, they're not. But they are meeting in certain places, you know. So it's an interesting time. Okay, so that's why I'm talking about the brain a bit as well. It's like, come on, let's come out a few angles. Just if you can't get the spiritual thing, you might be more practically minded to be able to see what's happening in your brain, or even to feel it. Because sometimes you can feel like, I can feel something in the back of my brain when I'm stepping back, and it's like, yes, you can, because you're firing different neurological pathways. That's why. You see. Well, can you talk a little bit more about what desires? desires. Yeah. 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 As we as we move along and get more wisdom, more maturity on the spiritual path, our relationship with desires changes a little bit. So at the start, you know, desires and goals get mixed up with desires and we we imagine that we need to have desires in order to find out what you want to do with your life what, what kind of career you want what kind of friends you want what, what, how to arrange your life and, and desires are very useful there and then of course we go into the spiritual thing and it's like oh oh desires are the problem after all 
So the first big crack is to see that if you want something, that when you receive it, that it only lasts for a very short time, that space of being satisfied, and another desire comes. That's the first thing you've got to kind of work out for yourself. It's like, you know, when I get the object of my desire, well, what else? What else? That's it comes sooner or later. It's like, all right. So it's the first big rattle, the first big shaking of the function of desire where you're exposed to the fact that, oh, I wanted it for a hell of a lot longer than what the peace and the satisfaction lasted for. If you look at the duration of the two, kind of a bit of a raw deal. Wanting something and then the satisfaction. The satisfaction tends to get shorter and shorter. It tends to get shorter and it's like something is spinning out. You know, it's beginning to expose itself. It's spinning out. From there, it's good to see that the object of your desire, if you want like a big house, the, the, the peace and the joy that you get from having the big house isn't in the big house. It's just a new idea of the big house. Because the same big house should give everybody the same amount of peace and joy. But it doesn't. So it must have to do with your idea of what the big house can offer. You see? Or a car, or a partner, or a holiday, or a new dress. It doesn't matter what it is. So... So the, the, the satisfaction isn't in the object at all. It's just in your head. So the wanting it is in your head and the satisfaction you get from it are both in your head. So where we go from there is um, to see that there can be a desire and there can be a preference. A desire, you've linked to this idea of peace afterwards. And a preference is like, yeah, it'd be great if that happened. And if it doesn't, huh, so what? And a preference starts coming in. It's like, ah, oh, there can be like, yeah, that'd be nice. But there's no attachment. There's no attachment. With a desire, there's always an attachment. I want that. And with a desire, you're hypnotized into believing that if I get that, it'll make things better for me. So after that scene, you can see then that, you know what, the personal I, all about me, the ego, is up, is active when a desire is coming. There must be somebody there who wants something to be better. And so you get to see, if you've done a good bit of spiritual work, you get to see that every time the I is there, there's a desire. Every single time. Every single time. The eye is there, it wants something. So then the eye is the greedy one. It's, it's, it, now we've just got the greedy eye. That's what I started to call it. It's just greedy, you know? So it's coming up looking for something for itself. It's, it wants something. So we've got the greedy eye who's left. You can get distance from the greedy eye. You can see the ah. If you can see that it's the greedy eye, then you see it a step before the desire story is running. Because the desire story, you can think it's about that chocolate cake or that whatever, salary raise or whatever is going on. You can imagine it's about that, but actually it's not. If you can see that it's the greedy eye, any story will do. Any story will do. Anything at all, will, you'll be convinced will make you better. I mean, happier. Really? 
So you might have to step back from that again, you know, and say, hold on a minute now. Do I know that it's not the object of my desire? It's only my idea about this object of, my, of desire. It's about this idea that this thing will make me happy. Can I see that? And if you can see that the, it's not the thing at all, just your idea about it, okay. Then you can go back into like, okay, it's just a greedy one who has that story attached. That's just a greedy one. When you get a bit of distance from the greedy one, it's much easier. It's like, whoops, there's the greedy one again. Now it's no longer about the thing. Can I have it? I can't have it. I shouldn't have it. It's better if I don't have it. It's like, oh my God, that's chaos. That's torture if you go in there. You know, because then it's all right and wrong and it just gets deeper and deeper into duality. Whereas in pulling back from that, if you just see the greedy one, it's like, whoops, there's the greedy one again. She's looking for something. Okay. Okay. Take away the subject matter of the desire. Take away the subject matter. Then we've just got, okay, there's the greedy one. When you see that it's the greedy one, the attachment to the object of the desire can drop. And desires can turn into preferences. And then it's getting softer. There's no attachment, it's fine. Preference can be there. I prefer this over that. I prefer to put my right knee over my left instead of my left over my right, for example. Because it's just more comfortable. And it's like, okay, it's a preference, but let's say I don't do it. You know what? So what? Well, it seems that a lot of desires have dissipated. I didn't notice how many new ones spring up in their place. A lot of desires have dissolved, is it? Yes. Yeah. And then all these new ones. It's crazy. Yes. Yes, look at that here now. Yes, I found so many anticipated big ones. Yeah. Yeah, you want to start. And then up come the little new ones. Yeah. So can you can you drop what the subject matter is, the story of the desire? That's where I was really not focusing, or what I remember I was doing. Some of them are crap. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a crime. Yeah. No, that's that won't work. You see? Yeah. If you beat yourself up, you're going back into duality again. You're 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 replacing the desire story with, with the right and wrong story, and we're back in building duality. You see? See, years ago I used to do. For some reason, it was like one thing, one thing, one thing. I actually would have my hands like, one day, one, I'd catch myself, one day, because there's no end to wanting once you're in. There's no end to wanting once you're in. Chop that down. Yeah. Once the one thing gets too much, it's just. Yeah. It's torture. Yeah. It's strong and it's torture. If you're in that loop, yeah, it's tough. The only way out of the loop is to see that it's a loop. Because even if you get what you want, the wanting energy will continue. Even if you win, you lose. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so the whole reason why it's, it's there anyway is that now we're down to the greedy one. The greedy one is just looking for completeness because the greedy one isn't what you are. So the greedy one becomes like an energy that doesn't fit anymore. It's always looking for wholeness and it's a bit inside out. So it's an indicator, hey, go in. Because the greedy one is looking for something outside. Something outside can make me feel complete. And of course it can't. Of course it can't. It's the inside. 
That's, that's, that's where the completeness, completeness is, because completeness isn't as a result of getting a thing. The completeness is the natural state and prior. So it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a quirky kind of wiring, you know? It's a quirky, it's a quirky thing that keeps us out, engaged in the world, where we use the personal eye. And then once we know the outside world isn't doing it for us and we go in, the little bit that's still outside, it will be desire. It will be the greedy one. You keep falling. It's so clear that we know. Yeah. 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 It's never enough. It's never enough. Yes. 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 No. That's right. Of calm. And that 10 seconds of calm is the absence of desire. That's what it is. It's always the absence of desire. Till the next one comes in. And the absence of desire is in the natural state all the time. But when you're in the natural state, mind would say, oh, this is boring. And it's like, now you're not in the natural state, actually. Now attention has gone back out again and has made a decision about the natural state. Because there's nothing happening there. But nothing happening there actually suits us perfectly fine. <laughs> well, so you're saying that only the eye can be bored. Only the eye can be bored, correct. So if you're bored, your eyes. Oh yeah, the eye is bored. The eye wants entertain me. Give me a distraction. Yeah, that's the greedy one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. <coughs> Uh, do, you want, do you want to come up? I, it's, or, or else I'll just keep counting. I'll keep repeating everything just so that the sound goes out. Okay, it's a quickie. Quickie. Okay. This uh, master who's into sensuality and relationships, uh, who's into creating, you know, ecstatic orgasms yes. as, the, as, the, as the final goal of life. You know, and he said, well, what about enlightenment? He said, enlightenment's boring. Oh, that's wonderful! <laughs> that's wonderful! <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's there too, huh? Every path is imaginable is out there. So Jack. When you describe the greedy one. Yeah. So it came to me that just the personal I am, you know, wanting to wanting to be, like personal stuff. That's that's the greed without even needing you don't need another desire. Yes. That's the first desire. That's the first desire. The being, the being part. Yes, that's the first desire. Yeah. And that's why it's a kind of dangerous hangout zone. Do you know? Oh, it's just about being. You know, I'm hanging out and being. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's not deep enough. Yeah, that's the first desire. Good point. Is that a personal question? Yes. Yeah. Was it you trying to say something? Okay, we'll see. No, let's go with this, baby. I just want to acknowledge it. I found myself <laughs> trying this technique, yeah. and then I thought, well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. mm. I'm only here for mm. 
entertainment, enjoyment. Okay. Okay. So, shall I do these, this, this technique, as long as I'm not enjoying it? If you're not attached to the outcome. Yeah. Can you do techniques without being attached well, to the that's, outcome? That's a good question. Yeah. So it's becoming clearer. Uh, yeah. If I'm enjoying just trying, you know, oh, yeah. curious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then it, yeah. Otherwise, I, I got confused. I said, where am I going to drop this? Yes, you know? yes, 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 yes. Why am I doing this? Yes, yes. Good, good to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's no attachment to the outcome, it's like, okay, this is like getting fit, you know? Just trying something different in my brain. Yeah, trying to, you know, because yeah. everybody else is doing it, and, and I don't want to yeah, of course. divorce myself from the whole thing. Of I mean, course. I'm here listening to the words. Yes, yes, yes. And how, how is that going, not, not, not being an active seeker? How is that? Uh, that's a good question, too. Um, <laughs> the eye gets bored. Ah. You know, ah. the personal eye gets bored. Yeah, yeah. Um, keeps busy with work and watching sports. and I mean, but there's... You know, so I keep reminding myself, oh, you know, it's kind of, you know, things would be better if I were going to satsang, you know. Wow, and better. you see that popping up? Oh, yeah, it pops up. Yes, sure. yes. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah. So it's, they'd be better phenomenally? Phenomenally. Yeah, ah. yeah. That's what you and I talked about last time. Yeah, phenomenally. Yeah. 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 You know, we talked about it. Yes. It'd be juicier. And, It'd be juicier, yeah, yeah, yeah. More. Velvety and yes. I would, it's this whole thing. That it would be a better personal eye because that would be easier to get along with, and you know all those things. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Which great. Is true, which is true. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's great though. You can see the, the loop that it it, yeah. it was playing. Yeah. Okay, okay. So so, where is the attachment to truth now, or the goal for enlightenment, or has it gone? Or where is all that? It's difficult. To say it's all gone? No, I can't. Sure. I can't say that. Sure. But willing to, I mean, come here and, you know, as you said, something may happen, something may not. Yeah. Yeah. And it keep, you know, entertainment. And it's either going to, it's going to help me phenomenally also. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, and I find, you know, I don't have a lot of energy because I'm working all the time, you know, for uh, sure. several months in a row. Yeah. So there's not a lot of what they call bandwidth for. Yes. But I pick up a book once in a while. Yeah. Um, and I was. Well, I, I just happened to be in a bookstore I never was in before, and I there was one book lying down. Yeah. And I picked it up and got it, and it's a tremendous book. Alan, do you know Alan Watts? Alan Watts, I do know the name. Yeah, yeah. He was big in the 60s and 70s uh -huh. on the West Coast. He was like pop, okay. pop, hip guru. Okay, kind of, okay. A defrocked Anglican priest who became uh, a Buddhist. Uh, yes. And a, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, he wrote a book in 1951 that just blew me away. What was the title? Um, the Wisdom of Insecurity. Oh, great title. So, I mean, things still... Yes. Find me. Yes. That's, that's fantastic. Yes. 
Yes. And so the 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 movement to truth. Can you can you decipher the difference between that inner pull? Because like things find you, find you. Okay, that Adam Watts book came from the outside, and you you just you know you pick it up and you read it, and it's clearly clearly you know that's that's what's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so the the the. The, the desire for truth or the pull from truth? Which is it? I don't know if I quite understand. Is there a magnetic pulling yeah. that comes from inside your gut? To truth. To truth. I think it's been there for... Okay. Not contaminated with an attachment, with a desire, with... Is it clean of all of the other things? That I... I, I don't know if I'll ever know. Ah. I got an email the other day from the Nichinaga people. Yes. And I used to be in charge of the children's program, among other things, and they asked me every year. When you come back? Yeah, when you come back. These are the dates. They just happened to be the dates that we're going to be in Western Massachusetts together. Gosh. <laughs> I said, no, I can't. You know, thank you. Um, I can't. I'm going to be on another yeah. retreat, organizing another retreat in yeah. Western Massachusetts. Yeah. Those very dates. But there was also an invitation. Oh, you know, Guruji's thinking about you, asking about you. He would love you to visit us this summer. And I said, well, I'll make every effort to do that. And okay. I probably will. Yes. Yes. Is that, you know, contamination? I, I don't know. It would be really interesting to go back now and see, see, what, see, see what presents there yeah. from, from the Veda character. How is the Veda character there? It would be very interesting now because your energy is quite different to when we started doing this, you know, to when I think it was in Toronto when you spotted it. It's like, oh, oh God. Right. That was your first crack into this whole area, no? This, into... Yeah. This being a technique. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right, that's right, that's right, yeah. And it's quite, it's, you're, you're quite different, you're wired quite differently now, do you know? That's very nice to hear because I don't... You don't I sense don't it. it? Yeah, yeah, it's very obvious, it's very obvious, yeah. So I'd love to see what you'd be like now, what, what would happen for you if you're talking in front of a group? Is there, what's alive there if, yeah. if that happened? You'll probably ask. Yeah. Because I, so yeah. I have to go there yeah. thinking or at least accepting that they'll probably ask. Yes. Yes. Not immediately, but they'll ask. They'll ask, yeah. yeah, yeah. And see what response comes out. And even if you think about it, even if you have to take a bit of time to think about it and see what arises, you know, from that place. It'd be interesting now to revisit that. Yeah. And be really, really sensing where's this going from? Where's this coming from? Because you will be in front of a group again talking. That, that'll be the test. Yeah. And to see, okay, what is talking now? Yeah, who's talking? Who's talking? Yeah, where am I coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's running here? I mean, there's a danger of, like... <laughs> there's always been that danger. It's like, I think they accentuate the wrong things. I mean, you know, I've always felt like kind of like the square begging around. So am I doing, am I like telling them 
You know, yes. showing them yes. why no more than they. Yes, yes. Does that, does that danger? Well, you'll only find out in one way, won't you? You see? Or am I just yes. sharing it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, you were just sharing. Look, you know, this is how it is here. Yeah. Do what you like with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Would it be in just total freedom or would there be an agenda? Be very interesting to test that. Yeah, yeah, very interesting to test that. Yeah, yeah, great. Sure. <laughs> hey. Hi. So I seem to. Um, be pulled to talk to a little bit about my relationship with science and stuff that gets a little triggered when okay. we're talking about it. Okay. Um, so on one level, I feel like there has been sort of a decent relationship with it. Like I sort of used it in different areas and I had some facility with it in school. Sure. I used psychopharmacology and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I had rudimentary motorcycle maintenance skills, you know, whatever. There's some practical things sure. that I can do. Sure. Now, when it comes to trying to apply science to spirituality, there's something in me that sort of tightens up. And one way that I think about it is, <clears throat> you know, so there, okay. One of the core problems that I see is identification with my mind, right? Yeah, great. Okay. Like that's what running most of the time, and yeah. sometimes it's not. And so when I get tastes of the one that's not, that's, you know, there's a desire to create more of that in my life. That's why I'm here. Um, there has been some taste of what it's like to just rest in awareness. Um, if I think about dreams, and if I think about this so-called, you know, waking reality, they both seem to be occurring with an awareness. I don't know that one's any more real than the other. And on some level, whether the brain even exists is in question to me, you know, because that is, that's over there being perceived by awareness. I'm very interested in awareness. I'm not so interested in what awareness perceives, you know. So. The brain is out there. So why, why am I going to try to understand the brain? But do you mean, to, I mean, the physiological brain is what I'm talking about. Do you mean the mind? Do you, like, why is the brain out there? The, the brain, the body, the, the um, chairs, the oh, floor, okay. all of this stuff. It's just okay. stuff. Yes. And it's occurring within awareness that's not even real if I compare it to the dream, which wasn't. Like, I don't know that it would be any more real than the, the dream. Yes. So why would I be trying to get to resting in awareness by trying to figure out an organ. That, that's, that's where I get a little stuck. Like, and I, there's some charge, obviously. There's charge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Because it seems like that, that's secondary and the awareness is primary. Like, why should I be investigating what is secondary, what the object of awareness? Like, that, it doesn't make sense to me. Yes, but it's the physiological counterpart that changes 
when the perception of the body-mind is, is recognized as pure awareness only. So, and then I, where I am is, you might know that to be true, but I don't. And I don't know how I would know that to be true. Because, because... Go get a scan, see what your brain looks like. <laughs> that's, still, that's still the current, the scanner is, is within the dream. All of that stuff is within the dream. But so is pure awareness. It, it's, it's waking up in the dream, waking up to the dream in the dream. That's what enlightenment is. It's a dream awakening. You know, it's a dream waking up to itself. But it's within the dream. It's recognizing that the dream is a dream. That's still in the dream. Awareness is in the dream. It's as good, kind of as good as it gets in the dream to see that it's a dream. But it's still in the dream. Yeah, I don't know. You're, you're, you're taking it beyond where I've gone, so... Okay, so the, you're interested in awareness. Is that awareness not in the dream at all? We may get into semantics, you know. Because the way, the way that I think about it... Yeah. And, you know, this is a concept, so sure. that's... You know, okay. I'm already kind of lost if I'm dealing in concepts, I guess. You yeah. Know. I, yeah, I don't know that I, I don't know that I can say any words that would make that would really get to what I'm uh-huh. trying to express. Uh huh. Uh huh. So. Yes, you see, because it's all in the dream. Because the concepts are in the dream, aren't they? Concepts are in the dream. Uh huh. And you just said awareness is a concept. Awareness is a word, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like. It seems like, I mean, one way that I think about awareness is just space, and then there's the contents of what's going on within the space. Yeah. You know, and somehow there seems to be freedom with resting in the space. Okay. Like, that's probably as far as I've gotten. All right. So. Okay. I'm sort of making that more important, maybe, you know. I'm making the spaciousness more important than the contents of the space. Yes. And I'm sort of hanging on to that. Yes. I think that's what's happening. Yes. And, and the space is contents of pure awareness, no? Because that's prior to space. Yeah, but say, then it gets fuzzy, because yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm using the word spaciousness to kind of sure. say the same thing yeah. as awareness, and, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so here's what I can show you. There is a non-phenomenal, non-conceptual direction. Can't even say it's a place or a thing, or, but it's a direction. There's a signpost to it. Okay. That, that's all I can say. And in stepping back and going to the spaciousness, that's in the same direction as that signpost. But it's all in the movie. All of it is movie. So is there anything that's not in the movie? No. No, there can't be anything that's not in the movie. There can't be. Consciousness itself is too late. It's already in the movie. Pure awareness itself, already moving. But this is what we use to translate the rarefied movie 
or the seeing that the movie is a movie. It's not a phenomenon. It's a bit of a blip. Because it's, it's not about getting out of believing something and seeing it's a dream, you know? It's not about getting out of the movie. It's the recognition that you were never caught up in the movie. That's what happens. But you're saying that everything is in the movie. Yeah. So how can I not be caught up in the movie if everything is in the movie? Yeah, but seeing that what you are wasn't in the movie is what we call enlightenment in the movie. Because it's still in the movie. So what I am is not in the movie, you're saying? What you are isn't here at all and doesn't know about it at all. Doesn't know about it. I've heard you say that before. <laughs> yeah. And all I can do is give you a, an arrow, a signpost, and clear stuff so that there might be space for it to show itself to the phenomenal yeah. body-mind organism so that recognition can happen. It's like we're joining things, you know, we're kind of bringing heaven to earth, I suppose, you know. We're joining things so that so that, that which is non-phenomenal can resonate in the body-mind. But really, it doesn't resonate. The Only the echo of it can resonate, because it's not here. Yeah, what's going on is just some sense of frustration that I'm never going to get what you're saying. The I won't. That's fine. That, that's actually a, a, a useful thing to recognize. The mind isn't going to get it. It's not going to get it. The individual isn't going to get it. But the, the, the part of, of, of you that recognizes spaciousness, that's the place that resonates with it. So if I were to say these words and there was you were hanging out in spaciousness for the want of a better term. You know what I mean? Spaciousness was kind of the zone that was active there. Then something would be nodding. Be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But, but yes. That kind of thing. There's a resonance from that zone. There's a resonance. But yeah, the eye is never going to get it. Never going to get it. Hmm. Because you ain't that eye. Do you have any instructions or... <laughs> if there was an in and out of that exercise before lunch of, you know, stepping back into the natural state and seeing, you know, if what functioning can happen there and what functioning can't. Okay, work. And especially a crisis that's related to your work can't. That's grand. That's, that's full on, you know. Let's deal with the other stuff first. Let's work with walking. Let's work with eating. Let's work with those, with those things. Uh-huh. With brushing your teeth tonight, you know. Let's work with those things and see if the natural state, if that spaciousness it can be all that there is and functioning can happen. Well, I, I, yeah, I have a taste of that. Yeah. Expand that yeah. so that the system, because at the end of the day, it's about, the, it's about embodying it, isn't it, yeah. you know? So that the, the body-mind organism can in some way, uh, I don't know, line up with that and not be running its own eye story all the time. Making the spaces bigger between the eye stories. Yeah. 
And really what was happening, like what came up to even sit here was there was a story about some emotion that got triggered and like, I don't know, that just needed to come out. Yeah. You know, but I don't, I actually don't have to like latch on to that. I sort of feel there's a choice of, you know. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. And if I don't feel drawn to approaching this by figuring out the brain, then I don't know that I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to force myself to do that. No, but, but you don't have to figure it out either. It's just kind of interesting. It can be just interesting. It's like, okay, so something happens physiologically. It must, because our perception changes. Labeling stops, or running commentary about judgment stops. And it does have a physiological counterpart. It's no big deal. You know, it's there whether you, you know, want to use that avenue or not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, the bias is still there. Yeah, isn't it? Be good to unpack that charge. Just to unpack that charge. How do I do that? Think about it a bit. Like, actively think about it and say, okay, what's at the bottom of this? What's at the bottom of this This pushing away of, of science? I wanted to keep science and my spiritual work separate. What, what is this? Is science going to contaminate it? What is the belief way down here? What is it? What is it that the two are in opposition? There is some belief that whatever science is going to say is going to be phony. Yeah. But there's one beautiful thing about science, though. And we don't have it in the non-dual. And that science presents something until something better is presented. And that's beautiful. Do you know? It's like, okay, I've taken it this far. Let's see who, let's see who can destroy this theory and go on. That's, that's beautiful, and we don't have that. And that's, that's, that's that, I like that, uh-huh. you know? I like that about science. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's some, something there that's not completely ego-driven, because the sector is very ego-driven, of course, by power and money, and it's political, you know? But, but yet it has this willingness to surrender, present and surrender, present uh-huh. and surrender. Yeah. That's what I like, you know? So it's like, huh, what is that, that it has that capability? That's, that's so central to how it works. So it's okay when, when something is phony. It's fine. It can drop it and the next thing comes. It's like the phoniness is allowed, hmm. you know? Yeah, I can, I can tune into positive feelings for science too. Okay. When you say that. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. allowing all of it, all of it. Because it's just resistance, you know. It's just resistance. It's another layer of that. You see, yeah. Today. There's a bunch of that. There's a bunch of that. Yeah. But it's great because you know we 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 attacked it with a kanga hammer last year, you know, and it's like whoa, it's like crumbling now. Every time you see it, you're like, oops, oops. You know, it's great. You know, so you're on to it. If that's what we get done this week, that's well worth doing. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Before Elliot's new stuff there, he was going to uh, say something. Were you going to say something, Elliot, or have you? 
this one? You, you were going to say something in the middle of the conversation and I didn't get back. Um, I, I was going to offer the distinction between consciousness and awareness. Um, oh, right. That consciousness is a product, in a sense, bad word of awareness. It's an aspect of awareness. That in deep sleep, only awareness is happening. And in dream state, dream state consciousness is present. So there would seem to be a confusion in the use of the word awareness. Yeah, but that's one definition. There's, other de there's definitions that would say the opposite too. That awareness is being aware of something, and that pure consciousness yeah, is that which underpins. If there's an of, then, then, you know. then, then, then mm. you're using words differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's the two schools of thought there, yeah. I, I like that quote by Einstein when someone said, um, you know, one of your theorems was proved correct. And he said, well, if it hadn't been, I would have been sorry for the dear Lord. And, you know, it was the, he, I guess, cognized this, the truth of that through that scientific theorem. So here's one of the greatest scientific minds yeah. ever yes. in the history of humanity. Yes. And yet sure. he saw the spirituality of it. And yes, he, he did. He he, he, yeah, he completely saw it. The spirit was guiding him, his he own search for truth. He rocked the whole thing. There. He rocked the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's. Uh, yeah. What, uh, I just had a few things I wanted to ask you about. Um, and by the way, I'm an anesthesiologist and I deal with people with sleep and awareness. And we still don't know how anesthetics work. But you go to sleep and sometimes you can wake up, feel really good. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how to work with it. Yes, but it works. Yeah. And I don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> last night was the. Oh God, I can't start. It was the. It was a sense of I was just standing out in the lawn, and there was that OPM technique, the flying technique, and I felt like I was going to just float away. But what was truly was this powerful energy like river going around a rock but there was a rock right here huh. yeah and so i thought oh, wait I'm, I'm making a concept out of this let's see if it'll dissolve yeah, it sort of went away it ceased to be important and then today after the you know the going back just walking back to the center there was um uh, it just turned to fire that's all I can say. It was just like burning. The sensation in your chest. Yeah, the same thing. Just like, and I, I, what I came across during lunch, I think it was the slowest lunch I've ever eaten in my life. Because <laughs> normally it's I got to get through this. Yes. And so there was some old. I could see oh this, but it's something to get, something to do. Got to keep moving. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was a really nice thing to see. Yeah. And so the walk. Normally, like last night, I was taking you know ten, 10 feet strides to get up the hill, and yes. this I probably put twenty minutes to get up the hill. Today. Great. Dave ran into me, but, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but and then, um, and it, but it's like being on acid. I was like, whoa! Look at the leaves. Look at the leaves, you know. And, and there was, I gave you that quote last night by Thomas Wolfe, I don't know if you remember. Yes, yes. And he started that whole book. He says, um, a leaf, a rock, door. When, where? And, I, and then all of a sudden I saw it. every leaf had a story. 
and it was right next to her. Every rock has a story. And of course, the entire district is filled with innumerable, infinite, infinite numbers of stories. Yes. It was, and it, but it wasn't like them thinking that. It was this, there was the knowingness of that. Yes. And of course, the next thought, but this was a pure thought, Tom, here, one of these stories. Yes. So big deal. Yes. Yeah, it's not a big yes. deal. But the, the real thing is is that burning fire, you know, that was just going on. That uh, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with it other than just let it burn. There's a lot of energy going through me right now. I'm just like, yeah. I feel like I'm on fire now anyway. But, uh, it's funny, even my voice is raspy. I haven't spoken in a day. Yeah, yes. That's fine, says. Yes. Is there a sensation in your chest right now, or does it come and go? No, it's pretty airy right now. It feels okay. open. It feels good. I mean, it's, open it's neutral. No, it's okay. Definitely. Yeah. It's more. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's great if 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 we don't need to go into story about it at all. Okay. Because it's great when it happens like that. Yeah. You know, and it kind of, sometimes you need story and sometimes you don't. And it's great to know the difference. Yeah. I don't think I need story. I don't think I put a story to it. No, there isn't one. Uh, and it, and it yeah. shifted from, from, from like a rock with a river going around it yeah. to a burning sensation. So yeah. already it's doing something and there was no story. Yeah. No. You see, it's just the sensation, the story of the sensation, but yeah. nothing more than that. Right. So the sensation is being observed. So like, if this is changing already on its own... Just leave it alone. Yeah. Or just do whatever. Yeah, you want. exactly. Just go back. I, I do. So yeah. I had one teacher say, if that feeling wasn't there, what would be in its place? Mm -hmm. It's 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 no different from as you say, go back. Yes. Put your awareness upon the awareness in which it occurs. Yes. It's, that, it's the same. Sure. Thing. And sure. that's what I've been doing. You know? Yeah. Even as we speak, it's like. Yes. It's big right now. Yes. Yeah, real big. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just, I'll just stay there. And those sensations that come, is there some part of you going, oh wow? Or can you let it have you to where there's no part of you watching it? I can do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> um, and I think this is the, the initial is like, whoa! And then, <coughs> what, and that's what happened at lunch was the, after we, I saw you two weeks ago there, you know, Carlsbad, you said something about desire and you did your hand like this. It's yeah. like a talent grabbing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I really saw how I, I will, uh, my attention is going, uh, book or this or that, the newspaper, the news, whatever, just sports, you know, what is the game going on, that sort of thing. Yeah. I stopped all of that. Okay. Stopped, just, and I could see those, that, those impulses rising. Yes. And I allowed myself just to do work-related stuff. Yes. You know, okay. Even that, I realized it's cheating. Aha. It was cheating. Aha, you could feel that you were cheating yourself. Yeah, it was cheating, cheating. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, yeah, okay, yeah. I've got to do this. I've got to keep up. It's a chance to keep up. Yeah, right? yeah. All that stuff. There's juice in this. Yeah, yeah there's still juice in that. And uh -huh. there's ego juice in that because it helps to be able to say to somebody, oh, did you read this latest thing? Or did you see what so-and-so said about such and such? Yeah. You know, yeah. okay. Um, but back to but at lunch it was I could see even the subtlety of those little they were just popped it's like you know it was bubbles coming out of a pot you know yes. just starting to simmer 
yes. as opposed it wasn't fully boiling. Yes. Does, that, does that kind of make sense? Yes. It's thing I could draw back, but it, it was when people say in and out, in and out, yeah, it was yeah. in and out, in and out, yeah. but it was never way out. Yes. Uh, and sometimes it's way in, and then that's when it would be the acid trip, I guess. Yeah, so, okay. You know. All right. I'm just making that up. I never okay. took acid, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, so the, the initial, like, wow, you uh-huh. know, and you're seeing it. Uh-huh. Okay. It's great if that's just short. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. let it short and, like, yeah. let it have me. No commentary here. No, don't make an experience out of it. Don't run it. Nothing. Forget it. Forget okay. it. Do you know? Stay there. Yeah, yeah, stay there. Go back. I mean, stay, stay back. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let it be not an experience, because it's going to be an experience for the personal eye. Uh, you yeah, see, yeah, what yeah, you'll yeah. be doing is packaging and turning it into something, and then it's like, no, uh oh, no. You see? Yeah, that's more present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you got to let it have you with no observer, nobody contrasting, nobody watching, nothing. Yeah. When that happens, and I know that's happened. Then there's a, it's a state of unknowing, could you call it that? Yes, yes. Because there'll be like instances where it's, what happened? But I was, there was awareness, it's not like I blacked out, you know. Um, Yes, yes. Because there was obviously something, something there, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Okay. Okay, perfect. So that's, that's, that's awareness, being aware of itself, but it doesn't have anything to contrast. Okay. It doesn't yeah, have yeah, the before yeah. and after. It doesn't have the story-making machine working. Yes. It's just awareness of itself. Yeah, and, 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 and the bliss is just overwhelming. Okay. I mean, there was after yeah. the second. And it would be just like little, again, just shots of it. It yeah. wasn't like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just a yeah. shot okay. of bliss. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to make anything out of this either. Yeah. You know. But don't be contracted and right, not right. trying to make something out of it. Right. You know? Okay. It's just like, okay, this is happening. Yeah, it's just, that's fine. Comes, it goes, just another experience. Yeah. Don't put the story to it. It means something. It's great. It's de- don't go there. If you can, don't go there. Fall back. Fall back. You used to say, chuck it. Chuck it, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, chuck it. Okay, right, that's good for right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, unless there's any. No, that's okay, that's yeah. okay. I had to, the heat's coming up in the eyes. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks. Sure. I take a few breaths and take your time. Um, I'm just about totally overwhelmed to be here with you. My first time with you. I'm really grateful. But you're just sitting with yourself. Okay. In another body. Yes. That's all. <laughs> That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, I, I was first aware of this kind of a path many years ago. But I haven't really applied myself with the seriousness. And last night you said courage and integrity and honesty. Yeah. And I know there are places that aren't there yet. Um, the lady who spoke this morning really touched me. She talked about hiding. 
hiking. <laughs> and uh, I've got a little basket of things that I could ask you about, but I think fear is pretty much the bottom line. Yeah. And it's uh, fear of just about everything. Yeah. Of other people, of myself when I'm alone. Um, fear that it's not okay for me to exist. And yet on the flip side of that is, is some part of me that gets it. I haven't had wonderful experiences. I don't know how what that would feel like. I keep attention. Um, so I'm gleaning what I can from everybody and from you this week. And... <coughs> Trying not to have expectations of something that's going to move one way or the other, but just trying to be as open as I can to everything. And I figured I'd better come up now, or my heart would just keep racing all week. Yeah, because it would be, yeah. It would you know, I didn't want to carry that. Yeah, good, good. What would courage look like for you, if you had courage? Yeah. Mm. Freedom in my body. Okay. Okay. And freedom in my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Because there's no part of me that wants to go into the fear. It's like, this is the absence of courage. It's not actually fear. It's really the absence of courage. If, if, if you start unpacking fear, it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for you. No, it does seem to go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to make it bigger. It's going to validate its existence. For you, it's the absence of courage. And fear has just gone into that gap, that space. Oh. Is there a way to muster courage? Yeah. <laughs> Figure out what it means to you, what it is. And start calling it in, start praying it in, and start, you know, make friends with it. I don't want to feel phony. You know, if you do, on the way, it doesn't matter. Do you know, on the way to figuring out what, what courage is, if you're phony for a while, so what? Isn't it worth it? It would be. It would be. It would be. If you're going to present like a right phony ass for a while, so what? If that's what it takes for you to figure out really how to embrace courage and how to let courage be birthed within you, so what if you're phony for a while? You'll know what you're doing. You know? You'll know what you're doing, even if others say, God, look at your one, you know? It's like, so what? You know what you're doing. So is there anything else that could go wrong, apart from being a bit phony for a while? I think I'd be alright with any changes that occurred in my day-to-day -day life. I don't think that would cause a big ripple for anybody. Okay. So I think that'd be alright. Alright. I think it'd probably feel very good. Uh-huh. Okay, so we've no resistance to it. I don't think, I don't feel that. No, you've no reasons not to let courage be birthed. It's just 
getting to know it. Get to know it. Get to feel it. It's exciting. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like it's a little egg beside your anchor, you know, just waiting to be hatched, just sitting, waiting for you to kind of like, come on, it's your time, come on, I need to integrate this. Because you absolutely have to have courage in a spiritual path, and you have to have. So it's just some attribute that, that's just been put away, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter at all. But it's time is now. Probably a bit of courage that actually got me here to, to yeah. see you. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to come in already. Yeah, yeah. So that's your homework, huh? Okay. You gotta like think about what does it look like, what does it feel like, is it there now? Is it? And you'll feel the absence of it. So I'd love you to recognize instead of recognizing fear or anxiety, recognize the absence of courage. Because that's all it is. Is the, That's actually what it is. Literally. Literally. It's the absence of courage. Do you see it? Yes. Yes. You could have saved me three years of psychotherapy. <laughs> yes. 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 Hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> mm. Have a cup of tea then after I leave. Or before? No. Okay. <laughs> How close? Yes. Like here? Yeah. Okay. Four, four inches is good. Okay. This is four inches? Bring it a little bit closer, maybe. Closer? Yeah. Great, thank you. So, <clears throat> that's too loud. No, it's great. Okay. Um, I want to report what has, like, little headlines of what has happened in the year yes. since last year. Yes. Um, for you, or for whatever you are, and for people that, that were here also. So, you know, you told me, you suggested that I turn, unplug the psychic stuff. Yeah. And I did while I was here at that retreat, and I didn't really notice anything different, you know, initially. Um, but what I did notice <clears throat> was that when I went back to work, my coworker, um, this feels really weird. Is that okay now? Okay. Fine. Okay. My coworker, who I had, you know, zillions of past lives with and knew them all and related to him at a level from a life that wasn't this one. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, I couldn't access any of them. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't. And, um, and I didn't say anything about it, but he noticed. And he said, what are you doing? You know, I said, what do you mean? He said, you're just, you seem so grounded. You know, and I thought, wow, I guess that's what grounded means. Mm -hmm. You know, and I and I even tried to remember, like the Russian life or whatever the one was. I, I couldn't; it wasn't coming in. Like it had literally severed the connection. So that was that aspect, <clears throat> and I and uh, it didn't really bother me. You know, I felt like it was actually easier. 
in a way, because mm-hmm. there's only like one being yes. to feel things yes. with instead of like all this bunch. Yes. And then um, I went to Colorado, and um, I was at, I was driving, it was at night, I got to the place I was staying, I was alone, and there, I was getting ready to unpack my car, and there was a, a creature, an animal, like right on the grass, and I knew it was a wild animal. I didn't really know what it was, and I didn't really know, you know, what what to do with it. But I realized that what was different for me was that I had I was feeling fear, mm. and I had never felt fear around an animal before, to my memory in this life, you know, as I mean. Um, and I looked at it closer. I didn't know if it was a coyote or a fox or you know it was one of those dog-looking kind yeah. of creatures. Yeah. And um, it wasn't moving, <clears throat> and I had to walk past it to, to go up the steps. And it's the first time I really ever can remember, like, not knowing what to do with an animal, even, you know, big animals. And I realized that I couldn't, I was getting no information from that animal. Yes, yes. So I, I said, wow, I, I felt very separate. Yes. Um, and I had no cues from any yeah. other thing. Yeah. So there was me and this creature. Yes. Um, so I just sort of stood there trying to decide, like, who should move first. Yes. Whereas I've, I've never, ever even done anything like that. Uh-huh. Okay, so that was that. Somebody moved. I don't even remember. Sure. One of us moved, and that was the end. Then I went for a hike. Um, and I, I was in the Rocky Mountains on a hike, and I remember don't, noticing that that the trail or the woods looked really dark. It was daytime. And I said, boy, I guess the Rockies are different mountains than these mountains. Like, something looks really weird here or different. And it took probably an hour of, of hiking till I realized that I couldn't see anymore. I couldn't see... Like all the divas, and you know, I couldn't see the life. Yes. The, the life. I could only see the three D world. Yes. And I know you're like like smiling and everything, but I was not smiling. I, I yes. just was like, oh my god. Yes. It it was very devastating because when I realized that was what was happening, I suddenly had um, this huge. Um, oh, what is that? like maybe compassion because I saw what probably a lot of people see as yes, most like, like most people don't maybe think there are fairies but have never seen them or and now I know that there are but I can't see them and I can't hear them and I but I can sense them mm. I, I knew that they were there I just couldn't see them mm. and I thought wow this is like so dismal mm. Like to 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 live in a world that used to be Technicolor and now it's just like so 2D almost. Yes, yes, yes. It took 3D to a much yuckier level yes, level. Yes, yes. And um, but it but it did bring a degree of compassion. Yeah. And I thought, wow. Mm-hmm. I guess I you know it's okay. <laughs> I, it doesn't make me think that they don't exist. I know they exist. I just can't perceive them yes. at this point. So, 
So <clears throat> that that kind of was how it started, and then it's still that way. It's kind of interesting because everyone's coming up here, and you know, it's, it's what they're saying is what I'm hearing. Yes, it's crazy. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> And you, you know, I, I couldn't, like, find the gypsy thing, nothing. Yes. It's like it's Jack. Yes. Yes. I know. It's, it's much simpler. Uh-huh. Um, so, anyway, that's the, that's the report on that stuff. I don't really care if it comes back. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. Great. Because I know how to do it now. Like, I, I know how to, I can still communicate with my horses. They don't seem to think anything's different, you know. I can still feel them, and it's communicate with them psychically, or do you just communicate them like the other, like, like regular well, people do? Like regular people, okay. But but the way that I do it, I yes, mean, with touch and yes, know, okay, intuition. So Gosh. what it, what it mainly did for me, and I, and I want to check this out with you, um, is. That something, all of that got turned off, but something is still there that it is, um, I think it's called intuition. I guess that's what we call it. It's not um, clairvoyance, you know, it's not that stuff, but it's um, like knowingness. Yes. yes. And it's very... Um, like soft. Okay. You know, it's not dramatic. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's a, there's nothing to like talk about even. <laughs> you know? So, <clears throat> so after a little while, um, something else happened to me during this, during this course of this year where, um, I don't know how this is connected. I just feel like I want to say it. Um, I was driving to work, and I suddenly had this awareness that that like a real understanding of hope and how ridiculous it is. Like that, yes. it was like the concept of that revealed itself to me. Yes, and. I, I was both depressed about it. It's it's like all of these bubbles were just bursting. With, yeah. So that one was called hope. And it's like, there is no such thing. Hope is like living in the future. You know, there's no, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Even yes. it, it had such wispiness to it that um, I tried to explain it to people and say, you know, that, it's, I, I feel hopeless. Yes. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, right, like people want to put you on an antidepressant when you're like that. But it, was, it wasn't like that hopeless. It was yeah. like, like I wasn't really depressed. It was more of like existentialism. You know? Okay. It was like everything, it's, there's nothing to look forward to. Like there's nothing to yes. do. Yes. Or look forward to, or yes. it's like just um, like participate in whatever this life is doing. Just like do what she's doing. Just be there. 
what, like whatever I go to work. I mean, it's so boring and weird, but not. It's not. I, I'm not bored. I Good. don't feel bored. Good. Um, yes. <sighs> Good. But it is kind of a um, ordinary. I, I don't like it. I mean, it might be ordinary, but it's, uh, yeah, there's like so no drama about anything. Anything. Even, yes. Um, like the, the, when they were talking about the brain, when you guys and I, you know, was underst- I, I was hearing, feeling what Tony was saying, and, um, you know, what came for me was that my brain, the brain in this body, is, is sort of like a receiver and and it's clear that we did some kind of lobotomy when, when we unplugged my psychic app that it took some that gets processed in my brain that yes. psychic information is 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 neurologically you know engineered somewhere and we did something and it doesn't work right now Yes. And I can't make it work. Yes. I can't. I've tried. I've said, like, when I, in the woods, I was like, can you, sh-? you know, I want to see somebody. Let yeah. me just see one of you. I know you're here. I can kind of hear you, and I know you're here. Mm-mm. Nothing. 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 It was like looking at rocks and trees. And- <laughs> it's funny. I don't really get why they're laughing. Yes. I don't really get that. Yes. I mean, I know they're not laughing at me, but... No. Um, yeah. It, because it's always been that way for most people. That all they see is rocks and trees and whatever is appearing there. Yeah. And, and the beauty of that shows itself. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so I, I still feel the beauty of that. I still see the beauty of that. Yeah. I don't see it more. Yeah. I don't. You know, I I know that if that little like air creature was like zipping off that leaf onto that other leaf, it would warm my heart. You know, it would feel really like happy. Yes. But it's I can't see that happening, so I see a spider instead. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know. Yes. Great. Yeah. 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 So. Um, do I have a question? I mean, this is, I could, I could do this until the body dies. There's like, it doesn't, it's not, um, it's like I have no goals or something. (laughs) You know, I, um, like it's not a bad thing. Yes. It just is how it is. Um, Yes. There is one exciting thing. I'm I'm doing uh, ballroom dance now. So, like, out of all of these things that are going on with these bubbles popping, then there's these other things like go take ballroom dance lessons. Yes. And um, I'm doing that, and there's a dance instructor there that I did not get past lives with him, but I got kind of like this is a significant person for yeah. me. Okay. Um, but it's like he's my dance teacher right now, and if okay. it's it's more than that, it is, and if it isn't, it doesn't even matter. All right. Yeah, it's like 
Okay. So tell me something. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I don't, yeah, I would like to, to talk about something, but... <laughs> I don't know what, what to, it's like there's no... Oh, uh, wait, one more thing I can say. Um, I said this with Georgette um, a, a little while ago that, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time doing nothing. Yes. Not because I'm supposed to. I mean, at work, I, I shouldn't do nothing, but in between seeing patients and things like that, I'll go in my office and just look out the window at nothing. You know, it's yes. that, to me, that's like accessing the natural state. Yes. It, it's like, uh, yes. I'm not thinking. I'm, I, I mean, I, I can kill a whole day if I don't have to be at work, like looking out my window. Yeah. And like hours will go by, and I don't know what I'm doing. There's nothing getting done. Nothing's yes. productive. Nothing. Yes. But it's like necessary. Like I can't not do that. Yes. Does that does yes. that make sense? Naturally happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I and my sense about that is it's necessary. That yes. it's um. That's just what's. Something's happening. I don't have to know what it is. Yes. It just has to be like that. Yes. It's moving along just fine. Do you know what I mean about that? Like just Act. doing nothing. Yeah. Like of course. looking of course. out the window. Like people of would course. think I was. Yeah, they don't do that. But sure, but it happens. It happens. It feels like um, you know some some level of integration of something. That's it's, right. It's phenomenal. It's body connected. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So I just like sit there, you know. Yeah, yeah, let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, during this retreat so far, um, I've also been really hot. You know, I've gotten really, really hot and it's like it doesn't. I know that that means something, and it, it doesn't even matter. Like what's burning? Who cares? Great. I don't even. You're not going. No, I just. It doesn't care, right? It yeah. doesn't. Like who cares anyway? Yes. Like like so. What if I knew what was burning? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like nothing matters, Jack. Yes. Nothing matters. That's true. Nothing matters. And, I, and there's a part of me that that's like, it's not that it's not okay, it is okay, it's really very okay. Like everything is just pretty much the same. Yes. As yes. And life might pick you up and it will pick you up and, you know, and events will happen that will draw your interest again, you know, but from a different place. In a different way. It's like, oh yeah, there's that thing happening on the side. That's fun. But really, that's nothing too. But right. Jeff has a capacity to have fun there. Like the dancing. Yes, yes, yes. And, and the, I can see that there's um, the, the I, the character, frustrated because she wants to have this already. And she, you know, she can't do the steps and she's frustrated and she wants to be further along than, than I am. Yes, know? yes. But I, but it's also still doesn't matter. It's just yes. bullshit. Yes. It's like I'm frustrated and I can't get the step, and 
I'm paying money and blah, blah, and the guy thinks I'm an idiot now. Or, like, those thoughts run, yes. but it doesn't make any difference if they run or not. You know? And are they believed when they run? No. They just really. always seem to be running. Yeah, like, the, like if I... And the good ones too, you know. If I if yeah, I do get some steps yeah. and I and we're in the flow with it, yeah. I get really happy, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. But it doesn't. I don't. Yeah. It just is what you know. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Is there ever a sense of I am Eileen? Does it ever get active? I don't know. I, I mean, mm. I, I don't really know. Mm. Like, there's emotions. Yeah. And there's preference. Uh -huh. I'm talking about preference. Um, uh -huh. There's preference, but no real... Uh, <coughs> and it sounds so monotone. It's almost like just, you know... Boring, but not boring. Yes. Do you feel, you can feel what? Yes. yes. And it's fine. It's, it's yes. like integration. It's yes. integrating. Yeah. Okay. be interesting to see what happens when the, the, um, those bubbles, that exposure of seeing what hope is and is not and its potency being lost because it's exposed. I'd love another lash of those to happen to you and see, see them. Oh, like with another concept? Yeah, it's all got to blow up. It's all got to show itself. Yeah. All of it. And when something shows itself, it has to be integrated or embodied, as they say. Oh. And that's usually when you don't even know there's nothing happening, but... Oh my God, it's like two hours later. Okay, I think I better make some food or something. And there's just been a nothing there, sitting on the sofa, looking at a wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like nothing happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the embodiment phase. Yeah. But so, so more concepts have to be seen through because the potential to get caught in them is there, to run them, to be hypnotized by them, you know? That uh -huh. something will run them and, and, and be in them without, without understanding what they're made of. So understanding is coming as these concepts are popping. Hope was, a, hope was a very, I think hope was a very foundational one for, yeah. for me, for yeah. this one. Yeah. Because that's where, you know, stories came from and hope was just almost like the infrastructure for so many other ones that when that fell, my son um, almost came home from Montana because he thought I was going to like kill myself or something. You know, I wasn't. You know, he was so worried. He was like, Mom, you know. Because it lasted for like a month. Yes. Of just this, like, what's the point of anything? Yes. And it's totally fine that there was no point in anything. Because phenomenally, there's a point in something, but but that's the phenomenal perspective. But that's not where you hang out all the time, then. So of course, there's right. Like it didn't change that I was not. I was gonna 
not feed the body well or or do the best work with a patient you know it didn't it didn't have a negative spin. yes yes i still kind of did everything i normally would do yeah um but it it was like a joke it was like it's such bullshit yes it's just the concept being seen to be a concept rather than being hypnotized by the concept and believing its story you just saw that it's a concept and that nothing mattered like it, like there was yes. nothing it didn't even it wasn't even real yes but nothing is real you know right nothing is real this scenario here is created out of concepts it all has to pop it all has to show itself to be about nothing And phenomenally, everything appears as normal and there's hope and hopelessness and everything and it's opposite. But that's just the phenomena, you know, and, and it's kind of like a sideshow, you know. It's just a sideshow. It's just what perception does. It's just what the body-mind, it's running its own movie, you know. That's what it feels like, but really it's, it's you. It's some aspect of you manifesting as all of it, you know. But nothing gets, nothing leaves what you are in order to do the Eileen character. You know, it occurs to me too that when you were talking um, earlier about, Tony was talking about not following the physics conversation, and it occurred to me that, that I selectively, I mean, if I don't follow something, I just don't. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, there isn't even, you know, I'll have like a little thought that says, you should be like paying attention to this. Okay. And following it, like okay. like learning from it. And then the part that just like stares out the window takes over. Okay. You know, I mean, I don't know if it's like the ADD stuff or it fits. It doesn't feel like that. It just feels like it doesn't matter. I don't need to know that. Therefore, I'm not going to spend energy listening to it. I'm not going to. Okay, but that'll shift again. Because the, it doesn't matter, it is, is valid from the wider lens, when right. the wider lens is there. Right. There is a capacity for the smaller lens to be superimposed upon the wider lens, and still you don't lose the sense of the wider lens. Okay. From yeah. the smaller lens, everything matters, some of the time. Everything does. It's like relative, absolute and relative. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But even in relative reality, um, it doesn't matter if I if I understand the physics thing. But relatively, it does. But why? Like what? Because if it's not. Because it's, what if it's not interesting to me? Well, yeah. Okay. If it's not interesting, it's not interesting. Right. Okay. But it's just another part of life, and the engagement with life will crank up. Will continue. It's like oh. What does that have to say? What does that have to say? What's going on now? And there's just an openness to whatever's being presented. Uh-huh. You see? It turns into just, this is participation. It's not I'm interested, I'm not interested. This is what participation is offering now. Uh-huh. You see? And so the relative reshapes itself against the background of the absolute. But participation will continue, will crank up again. It's, um, it's kind of like, you know, we can be sitting here and I know I can hear birds out there mm-hmm. and um, 
I'm not paying attention to them, but I know they're out there. Yes. Or somebody could be having a conversation out there, and I could listen to that if I want, but I'm not interested in that. So Yes. So I guess it was just feeling completely okay. It's like this acceptance. Yes. Like, I don't have to stay, like, so hyper-focused on everything everyone you're talking with everyone about. Yes. Like, on some level, it's doing whatever it needs to yes, do. Yes, it is doing whatever it needs to do, but it will shift from I don't care. That will shift. Okay. And it's not that you'll have to kind of... What's going on here? What's, it's not that you'll have to invest an interest in something. Right. It's just that participation will crank up a little bit. I see. You see? And, yeah. and something will just engage more. Engagement would start again. Do you know? Yeah. Anything from two years to four years is that embodiment phase. And, and it's um, kind of characterized by like spacing out the window. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Just <laughs> zoning out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. So that's the non-participation. Yes. Place. Okay. That's the non-participation place. There's yes. engagement in something. I just don't know what it. You know. Yes. Yes. It's very. It's very effortless, really. Yes. And so how do you, so you know, you just know because you stop spacing out the window? And, yeah, the, yeah, the periods have become a little bit shorter. Uh-huh. And it'll be like, oh gosh, you know, and something cranks up to allow participants. So for example, if a relationship comes in, something will crank up because there will be a phase of getting to know a person. All right? So in order to make that happen, something will have to be more willing to participate and it will crank up naturally yeah. in order to fulfill the destiny of what needs to happen for the island character okay okay and it, it, you won't have to is... push interest you won't have to push it at all right right i think that is actually like it, it feels like that's you know like these are kind of paralleling each other yes like the, that is kind of happening yes this dance person yes even though yes. I don't know if it would go into any other relationship, but sure. it could, you know. Sure. I feel, and I don't know, it's not like I have no past life things. I can't get anything yeah. except yeah. this, like, uh, ma- magnetism. It feels yes. like not not like a body chemistry, you know, yeah. you can be chemically yes, attracted, yes. Se- yes. sexually attracted. There is that, but it isn't that. Yeah. It's like... Um, uh, it's like magnetic more. Okay. Uh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's a, it's different than I have ever experienced, yes. really. Yes. So. Yes. Oh, it's time for tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so hot again. Yeah. Do you still get hot? Do you get hot? No, only hot flashes now. Oh. <laughs> Purely physical. <laughs> is it, is this hot part of this embodiment thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the burning up of stuff that's not being used, of concepts that are held at a cellular level and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it will move again, but it's it's. It, it's great. It's how it's going is great, you know. It feels good. Yeah. You feel like this is yeah. like on track. Yeah, you're present, you know. You're present. 
more than I was last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, wow. I could find you up the ceiling, you know. <laughs> Where is she now? Man alive, she's up in that dimension, okay. You know, yeah. I know. Yeah. I can't, I can, I guess I'm just ordinary. Yes, isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Celebrate it, it's wonderful. It's simple, it's yeah. much easier. Yes, is it not wonderful? Um... It's, it doesn't take, it's uh, simpler, is all I know how to say. Okay. It's, it's not like good or bad, it's right. just um, missing a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of things that are not um, clouding up the perception. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, uh, like I'm talking to you and I can feel certain things, but it's not... I can hardly remember what that used to be like. I just know yes. what it was. Yes, 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 yes. Like things were very busy. It was, it was yeah. like busy. So much information. Information overload, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Too much, you know. Yeah. Okay. It, ordinariness can be celebrated. Let okay. that come in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see how it moves. Okay. <laughs> Great. There's one more. So I'm saying about freedom, phenomenal freedom. Yeah. And looking at where I feel not free. Yeah. And uh, you know what's coming up right now is around my kids that I still feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I'm really afraid. I really believe I have the ability to alienate them. Okay. Because of my temper. Uh, and. So, especially when there's two of them together who are at each other, it's even harder. <laughs> so they're saying, okay, so the solution is not to be around them if I'm feeling, you know, this... Uh, afraid and... So let's play devil's advocate. Let's play devil's advocate yeah. and see, like, let's say you alienate them. Yeah, I alienate them. Yeah, let's say, let's say yeah. that happens, because right now you're kind of maneuvering, could I control, yeah. could I control the scenario so that I don't alienate them? And it's like, uh, uh, let's look at alienating them. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, kill me. I mean, I just feel like that's my source of intimacy in life. Mm. Mm. It won't kill me, but it'd break my heart again. That's what it feels. Yes, yes. Okay. And, um, you know, that I, that also that I did it, that I was, you know, because I couldn't control my emotions. I mean, it feels like it would be this flare up, you know. Um, Okay, mm. this all seems to be around kind of a neediness. Mm -hmm. 
that's what we have to go after the neediness you're entertaining a neediness and it's just around ideas of what if I'm trying to avoid the repeat of a heartbreak it's like this is all neediness but there is that we need each other that we're interdependent so how is that yeah but 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 it's not kind of grabbing it's not clawing it's not it doesn't influence our behavior so that we make sure our needs are met externally do you know it's like yeah sure we need each other but it comes and it goes and people come in and come out and we roll with it and it's much more fluid but as long as you know, the kids are your source of intimacy. You're closing off to every other source of intimacy and putting your relationship with them under pressure. You see? So, of course, you're feeling the contraction of their absence because that's what, you know, that's where that story will go, you know, in your head. So, the neediness. Can you satisfy your needs in other places? So that no one relationship is under pressure to give you, you know, what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was romantic. Yes. This romantic thing. Yes. Yes. So like nothing else holds up, you know, like a... a male relationship would, but I don't have that. And so, and I just don't feel close with my mother and my sister. Um, so it's a feeling of connection, I guess, you know? And, um, I, I don't know, you know, like this friend I've been hanging out with is, is good, you yeah. know, but then I see how, how she's trying to control her life too, you know, and it's like... That's okay, that, that's okay. You know, what she's doing is what she's doing. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's enough to look at but herself. But, yeah, I really feel accepted by her and valued by her and her husband, so that's great. Yeah. 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 Okay. Appreciated. Yeah, because you only need, you only need it some ex- endorsed someplace. Yeah. For you to accept and value yourself, it's like, oh yeah, that's that's what I need to do for me, you know. That's what I need to do for me to take the pressure off the relationship for that. But relationships mirror it back. Yeah, but I also feel endorsed, you know, and I haven't like challenged her on anything, you know. Yeah. I'm sort of a good listener. So yeah. then I'm afraid. Well, if I actually challenged her, would I still be endorsed? You know, like. Uh huh. So I don't okay. know. You know. Um, Does it stop you from challenging her? Well, yes. Ah. Yeah, I'm just starting to, you know, notice. Sure. Well, maybe she's just trying to control, yeah. you know, her husband. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe the guys, he's making bad health choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it might be worth the conversation with her to see, listen, do you, are you interested in, can you know, would you be interested in in in, in hearing what I see? Well, she gives me her perspective on my choices. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, but you have a lot of skills. You can use that. You can hear it, and you can use them. Yeah. You know, 
you got to ask her. Yeah. Can you do that, or do you want me to back off? It's whatever you want. Yeah. That's not a bad conversation yeah. to have. She said that to me too. Do you want me to back off? Okay. I said, no, that's fine. Okay. Then you got to trust her to yeah. to know the same. You know. But it's the issue of connection. Yes, it's the issue you of know, connection. Because like, um, you know, I went to a meditation group in New York that I've been going to for three years, and that was really fulfilling and. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I felt really balanced, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it happens like thing. once a month, it doesn't happen okay. a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's just about being more, taking the initiative and just. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just initiating, getting together with friends, getting yes. together with people I like. And, yes. And just. Yeah, yeah. Joining, joining groups, and joining and hobbies, joining stuff so that, that there's, you've got to get out there and socially set up. And it's like you do it for a bit and then you forget and you retreat. And the retreating isn't working for you because you're in a phase of being more out there. Okay. Yeah. But the fantasy of happy families, that's causing you suffering. I don't see anything except pain coming from that fantasy. Well, it's not that. It's really just this fantasy of intimacy. Like it all feels like I just have really superficial relationships with most people or, or casual. I'll say casual relationships. With both people. With most people. Most people. Casual. So okay. it's how to take it to a deeper level than casual. Okay. Is okay. that a valid desire? Well, is any desire valid? I mean, you know, as long as we're running desires, they're all valid. But that so depth is with yourself. Well, it's with myself. Yeah, of course. The depth is with yourself. The intimacy is, is with yourself. You know? okay. So that's yeah. the issue that I don't do that. I distract myself. Yeah, you look for it outside. That's the neediness <laughs> kicking in there. We want it outside, intimacy outside. And in too. Into me see. You know? Like So the meditating to nourish that connection with myself. You could do that. You could do that. Do you enjoy your own company? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you kind of entertain yourself with yourself? Do you know what I mean? Is it, are you good company for yourself? It doesn't, it doesn't connect to entertain myself with myself. Okay. Um, you know, I, I look a lot to the outside. I watch a lot of movies. Um, you know, I hung out in Hawaii with myself a lot. You know, so. Okay. Did you have a need for intimacy there, or was it okay? I went to some AA meetings and I went to some AA meetings and connected with some people. Yeah. And then that backed off. Yeah. And uh, you know, then friends came. Yeah. So I hung out with them. Yes. And my mother came and. Yes. Uh, Huh. Okay. I don't know. It's so funny. It's like 
I felt more comfortable with myself in Hawaii. Yes. You know, but being home, I yeah. just feel this yeah. need to, you know, yeah. watch these movies. I completely yeah. picked that up from you. Because when I meet you after you've just come directly from Hawaii, yeah. you're, you're so much more centered or solid or yourself. Your freedom. Yeah, this this is, freer. Yeah, yeah, you're freer. You're freer. That phenomenal freedom is around you, you know? It's like you're, you're, you know, you're, you're all there, you know? And then now I'm with my family and my mother. It's like I'm yeah. second guessing what she's thinking. Well, she yeah. says, you know, that she doesn't. Yeah. She criticizes that I buy organic food. I'm wasting my money. Yes. Why do, you know, like. Yes, mom. Like, yes, mom. good yes, for mom. normal food. Yes, mom. It's constant criticism. Yeah, but yes, mom. Yes, mom. So being around her is hard. Yeah, but just say yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Let her be right. She just wants to be right, no? But the sounds of it, she just wants to be right because she's mom, no? Right, but it's my relationship with that. Okay, I'm trying to, you know, protect myself. Sometimes I'm trying to protect myself and like second guess or, or just, just agree with her all the time, to agree with everything and leave it kind of outside you, leave it at the edge of your energy field and just agree with everything. So she's giving great advice, literally, and just don't take it in. She needs to do her thing, but you don't have to plug into it. Because if you plug into it, then you're dancing. Yeah, well, that's the issue is that I, that I do plug into it. I mean, that's the whole issue is boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You plug into it because I think there's somewhere you, you wanted to be okay with her. Or you, yeah. you, you, you're, you're going out to meet her someplace. But it doesn't work with her, you know? You know, you've tried it long enough. You know her for 60 years, you know? Reorganize your position in the relationship. You know? It should be right. Mm. And do your own thing. Okay. It's good that you found Hawaii, though. Yeah. You know, there's a place that supports you, that allows you, to, because the, the earth is like that, you know? It's got different, it's got frequencies it's like another person you know that we feel well in some places and not well in other places and sure if you're able to be you've found some place where you're able to be well hey happy days happy days it's like Ramana Maharshi going to Arunachala and that's it not leaving any place else you know bet you would have been half as clear if he was stuck in Mumbai or Delhi or something. He wouldn't have been asked here. So there is a, there is a, a place for it, you know? Yeah. So don't put yourself under pressure to be how you are in Hawaii and to be like that on the East Coast. Okay. You know? But yeah, I mean, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Keep her out there. And drop the fantasy about happy families. Just drop it. But it is how it is. Find intimacy in other places yes. within yourself. Yeah, going within. Yeah. So that doesn't mean just meditation? Because I think it means meditation. 
Yeah, and it depends. It's resistance. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You come in and come in, come and go with meditation, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I see. And it's much easier in a group for you, you know. So, I mean, if there is a drop-in meditation group, just Google it, whatever, whatever, whatever area you're in, is there a drop-in meditation group anywhere here, you know? You know? Even, like, if it means going to a church and sitting in the back of the church. Yeah, well, I was going to ask my Catholic friend, yeah, she goes to some... Yeah. To go with her. Yeah, absolutely, just go. And while they're doing their service thing, you just sit there and zone out, and it's, like, perfect. Perfect. You've got the group energy that are focused on something beyond, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. It's all it's all kind of about reestablishing a lifestyle that works for you now. It's all about that. It's about figuring out how to how to set up stuff that works for you that supports you for your next phase. You know, it's like you're getting the life part sorted. It's like what we were talking about with with Elliot earlier. You know, it's like there's a lot to be said for, for sorting out the Western life thing. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. It's great. Turning up my relationship with myself. Yeah, That's yeah. The basis of everything. It is. It's a relationship with yourself and how how you then from there connect to your mom, connect to your kids, develop friendships. You know, it's like it's it's a whole lifestyle thing, but it's around you being solid in the center and not being needy, but being solid in the center and having the rest complement. That's the ideal, but you've got to see how that looks practically for you. You know? And then from there, okay, you're healthy and well. Now we can go beyond. But you've got to get those things sorted. You know? So yeah, your relationship with yourself, of course. Of course. I mean, I do feel like I love myself a lot more. Yeah. I just, I mean, like, I do love myself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's come an awful long way. Yeah. Yeah, great. My legs are asleep. My legs are asleep. Oh, yeah, give it a wiggle for a minute. I'll call back. Take your time, take your time. I'll back. I'd like to uh, ask about some previous ideas. Sure. Can you uh, lift the mic a tad bit? Sure. I'll just yank it up even. Yeah. Thank you. Is it working? Great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, a couple of ideas. We started this uh, retreat with a prayer mm. that was to open hearts. Mm. And today we uh, began with a, a technique to um, enter and encourage and live in a natural state. Mm. And, and one of the, the uh, initial rationales for a silent retreat is that it uh, works on, on ego. So I've just brought out three different things. My first, I guess, I'd, I'd like to 
have, a, have you tell me how those three kind of relate. And I could even turn it into a question mm -hmm. by asking whether entering, living in, and enabling the natural state helps to open the heart. Yes, it does. Because from the natural state, there's no pull and push. There's no resistance. There's, there's that, there isn't that dialogue of I like, I dislike. So without that opening and closing and pulling and pushing and that jerkiness with which the ego meets life, it's like everything can relax. Because you'll find in the natural state, you know, we're slower. People are noticing a few things. The body is a bit more relaxed when we're in the natural state. And when we're relaxed, there is nothing to resist, to fear, to protect ourselves from, and we naturally begin to open. It might be fast, it might be slow, but when everything is relaxed and at ease, and we're not battling with life, none of that battle happens in the natural state, then it's safe to open. And what you've just referred to as the, as the, the battling and, and the in and out and the up and down and striving, that's just ego. Yeah. So we've we just answered that part of it. The yeah. natural state is just flat, not feeding ego. That's right, not feeding ego. And even if it's established that you're hanging out in the natural state, there will be effort, you know, effort because you've got to rush for the flight or you have a deadline at work, or, of course, you know, those things happen. But you never forget that you're just playing a role. It never completely hypnotizes you. You just never forget. You know, like, you're in the natural state, but, but participation in life, it might look the same on the outside. It really might look as though, as though the ego is fully engaged on the outside. But it's just what life is demanding. You're back here, and just enough of attention to participate is out there in the world. <clears throat> Which also then, um, natural state is brand new. It's only a couple of weeks since I first saw it, probably from your following your words, of pulling attention back in. Yeah. You used a different style of words this morning. Yes. But, to, but, but one of my versions of natural state is that it uh, is a shift. Yes. Yeah, everybody talks about shift. Shift in, in attention. Yes. And, and you have proposed that we shift our attention, call it inward. Yes. In my case, it feels more like downward. Okay. <coughs> Feels like getting down on the ground. Perfect. Fine. Um, okay. These are all fitting together. Yes, it is. <clears throat> okay. Can you see or have you seen that attention, if, it, if the direction is down and not back for you, 
it's fine. It's, it's, it doesn't make a difference. It's the same thing, actually. If the sense is that it's downward, can you see that attention comes from there? Attention is at home there. Yes, it's at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Peaceful. And can you see that almost like it's not about that there, it's like attention is kind of coiled back up into its shell. You know? Yeah, I hadn't thought of it as, as, as the origin. Yes. I thought of it more as the garage. That's it. That's it. Okay. See if you can... Or the fireplace. Yes, yes. See if you can feel that it's the origin. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Because it arises from there, going out into the world, up and out. You see? Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. attention sucks back in, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the, some faculty will allow participation. A minimal amount of attention is engaged in the world, but it's actually most of it is at home. And if it, and if it settles into the origin. Yes. The words are wrong. But it's like it no longer exists. Yes, it's, the words are right. It's certainly no longer fueling. Yeah. But no longer exists. That's yes. an yes. interesting term. The words are bad on yes. Yeah. That's perfect. But, but, but hard. Yeah, that's the one I want to do. One more on hard. We, we, we've got natural state working with attention. And, and ego. But uh, heart. Yes, heart. Needs room. Needs. Ah, now I'm getting closer. Heart needs the spaciousness, needs the yes. non-fluttery crap around. Yes. Sense of settledness and availability. Yes. But it doesn't need attention. Correct. Wow. Correct. If attention it does, settled out. Yes. Yes. And, and then heart and opens automatically. Uh-huh. Well spotted. Uh-huh. Otherwise, if we have the intention of coming from the heart <laughs> or bring that into the heart, it's like, give me the bucket. Like, I'm gagging. It stinks. You know? Bring that into the heart. Oh, God. You know, what, a, what a quagmire of concepts. It's like too much, you know? Cool. You see? Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Same reaction. Yeah. So then... The, the, the beauty of it is, is as, as, as we step back, if we go prior, you know, like other steps that I do at other times, going prior to the natural state and prior to consciousness and prior, 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 as far back as we can go, you will find that, you, that in coming from that place, you've gone beyond love and the energy of what you are moves through the filter of love and there can only be love in all that you do because you're coming from the far side of love it's not love for love's sake but love is inevitably in everything inevitably yes yes you see yes 
at a Pahirap. Yeah. Teaser or something. Yeah. Can can we add the word attention to that picture that you just made? Yes. Did it did it exist only down here on this low ground phenomenal level? Attention. It would turn into. Oh, it's, got, it's got to be what you're pulling back. Okay. If I if I tie the two together, it turns into um, um, the subject matter of what is perceived. Attention is required for pure perceiving to turn into subject object. Okay. Something is being perceived. That's the attention. That's when attention is birthed. It sort of came into came into being. Yes, it cranks up then. It starts it to exist then. You know, okay. comes into existence then. You see, otherwise there's perceiving and there's nobody perceiving something. It's like yeah, because there's no attention focused on something. Yes. You see, prior to yes. subject object, just perceiving. Thank you. Thank you. That was another big step. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of a, uh, I think it was Gay and Wilson cartoon, uh-huh. where the uh, little boy in the classroom says, may I go now? My brain is full. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> this, is, this has been a delight. Uh, yeah, sure. Wonder, wonderful interplay of words that I wouldn't have gotten to. Yeah, yeah, because we can marry them all, you know, whatever system we're playing with, whatever resonates for you, they all overlap. They all overlap, you know. Everything fits. Everything fits. Everything fits. Sounds like a spiritual statement, doesn't it? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to reveal, <clears throat> just talk about what was revealed to me, to see if I'm yeah. on the right thread. Sure. Um, I went out, bring in the fear, you know, yes. come on, swallow me. Yes. Nothing really, because I was allowing it to happen, it just kind of dissolved. Uh-huh. So it was a few hours of that. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, I need a break here, you know, I'll just have some tea. So when I was having tea, um, it was kind of, it started with like, you know, because the big thing is my throat. Your throat. So I'm like, oh, I'll just start thinking about my throat. And it brought me back to when I was probably like nine or ten. You know, my mom was going through her own stuff and got past it, but um, my dad had left. They separated. And I had made a comment about how much I miss Dad. I love Dad. And she started choking me. Ah. And so then it just came to me like this whole time I've been thinking that my dad did something to me, but it's because I loved him so much. And it came to me that it's my fear is my shield. Yes. You know, this thing that comes up with intimacy, because it doesn't happen at the beginning, it's only when it's 
It's like I'm either not, no, I can't go there because in the past, yes, it would happen repeatedly for years. Um, you know, my dad came back, and I remember the story my brother told me. He came back because of the card you sent him, and he, how much you missed him. That pissed my mother off. You know, and I had to get the front of that. Because I started going back to, I remember seeing my dad stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. And I always associated. Your dad was saying that to you? No, 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 me. Oh, you were saying Like, yeah. thinking. But it was because I didn't want my mom to get jealous. You know? Yes. <laughs> so I feel like maybe that's the right, it kind of, I mean, I knew those events happened. I just never yes. quite connected. Connected. It. Hmm. And then with the intimacy with, you know, my husband and other relationships, it's like, oh, that makes sense to me. Yes. I mean, I don't know that it's going, I don't know, this is like, oh, great, now it's going to be fine. But I feel like, you know, I'd like to try it out yeah. and just go through it. Yes. Huh. You know? It's a big piece. Yeah. And then to notice that fear comes up to shield me from love. To Not even with this story, but yes, the true love, you know? Yes. Yes. The truth or whatever. Yes, indeed. So do I just kind of be with this now? Just, yes. You know, just because I'm sad now. Yeah. But do I have to keep... Yeah. No, let it settle. Let it settle. Yeah, be with that and kind of celebrate it, you know? So yeah. Like, yes. Ah, oh, I totally like, let the unwind come. Yeah. Uh, and something else will move, you know, as yeah. it does. Yeah. Uh, and we'll find out then. But to be totally with the unwinding and the, ah, oh, the yeah. release, the release that's there rather than, is there something else? Is there something else? Don't go there yet. Yeah. For tonight, for sure. Just like, yeah, just like, yes. So that, that, that passion, that memory can can dissolve fully. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, well done, girl. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's time, but I just want to check. Is everybody okay for being there for today? Did you have, Did you put up your hand? No, this lady, the courage lady, I'm sorry. What's your name? Elis, for sure. Elis, okay. You're okay. Okay. Okay, then.